I want to make a huge shout out to all my dad fam out there. It's Ben. Thank you so much for checking out Crits and Giggles. I have to say, Chip Walden is becoming a huge part of my heart. And consider joining our Patreon so you can unlock access to these podcasts one week earlier than the rest of the world. That's right. Of course, the best way to directly support this podcast is to do the simple things. Rate it, follow it, review it, subscribe to it on any of the places that you are listening to our show. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, that's Sirenscape. You can add those sounds and more when you download the Sirenscape app. And the app is free! Use the link in the description to let them know dragons and things sent to you. Thanks again and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone out there, and welcome to Crits and Giggles! <laughs> First and foremost, we have a special guest! What? We have one! I'm excited to be here, and this is actually my first Pathfinder game ever, so... Oh, oh, boy. oh, boy, oh boy, Well, we are excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy Pathfinder with us. How's everybody feeling? Is everybody ready to jump in? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Then let's do this. When her husband did not come home that night, she guessed once, at once, that something had gone wrong and set forth to try and find out what had happened. This was easy enough, for as she crept along with her veil closely pulled about her, should she be recognized, she passed groups of people discussing the terrible fate that had befallen her love. She decided that she must wait until midnight when the streets would be deserted and she could reach the tower unnoticed. Last week, when the party, the party made their way into the town of Waldsby, struck by the similarities between this village and Heldron, they found their lost party member Miyuki in the local tavern, the owners tried to be friendly to the adventurers, but ended up fighting them as their suggestive tea did not do the trick to get these fools out of town. Skeslin smashed the massive mirror that rested behind the bar before making a threatening exit. Accepting the offer of safe rest, the party met Nadia Petska's twin sons and dog Hatch. Chip did not take well to the piece as he prodded and poked the grieving mother about her lost daughter, Thora. Unsure of what soul was trapped in the gem they possessed, the group pondered the best way to handle it. They awoke to a lovely breakfast, which was interrupted by Nadia instructing them to hide before she was taken for questioning by guards of the Pale Tower. Miyuki and Skeslin led a two-pronged stealth mission to the tavern, where they found a handful of town leaders being interrogated about the Black Rider of Baba Yaga. With the party's approval, Chip Kool-Aid manned through the front door, announcing that he was, in fact, the Black Rider of Babiaga, but he was met with a sword and fell unconscious. The group swiftly ended the guard's reign of the tavern, and the town gathered to warn, warn the party of a swift retaliation from the tower if they stayed in town much longer. Between embolishing a house with Chip's bare hands and showing off Skeslin's trophies of battle in front of a mirror, the heroes made it very clear which side they stood on. As they quickly traveled towards the Pale Tower, and hopefully the Winter Witch within, they heard a soft padding in the snow behind them. You are stuck between danger and a dog sitting in the snow. Faced with a need to save the world from a never-ending ice age, what do you do? Oh, hey, it's, uh, it's the dog. What a good little puppy. Now you run home now. Good, go home. You're, you... Here. I can help, and I'm gonna go over there and go right at him, just with my <laughs> <like, laughs> face. 
Please don't do that to me again. <gasps> um, everyone, the dog talks, I... or am, or am I seeing things? Oh, I think the dog talked. That's so much fun. Welcome to the uh, uh, world, or well, maybe you've been here before. Um, anyway, it's great. Are you like a? Um, do you, do you have human shape too? And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll change into my uh, Domovoi form. <laughs> uh, real quick, if you guys want to head over to Roll20, I do have an image of the pupper that you see. <laughs> and once you see uh, that, that's sort of the dog you see looking at you that's talking to you now. And as he changes form, this is now what you see. Oh, this is so much fun! I love having more uh, shape shifters about. I'm sorry. There is a real question. Is he the size of a spoon? <laughs> or is this just a very, very large, large spoon? Is this a large spoon? <laughs> hey. It's like a wooden mixing spoon. A little bit longer than an actual spoon. But, uh, yeah, Wes, you said Ladle. he's a domovoy. These These creatures are quite small. Maybe tiny, but I make up for it in expertise. Right? Maybe. What are you an expert in then? More things than you. I have lots of knowledges, and now they're on my sheet, and I can refer to them. Hmm. Um. Um. Wait. Uh, I'm. You're Nadia's dog. Yes. Very astute observation there. I was I was dog. Um, Chip, I'm a fox too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten used to that one there, Miyuki. But um, but how how long have you been a dog? I don't. I'm confused. It has been a little while, but it is nice. People give me pets. Uh, Actually, anybody with knowledge nature can roll a check on what. Hatch might be. I have that one. <gasps> I do. I have my dice in front of me now. <laughs> <laughs> You're so proud of your knowledges on your sheet. <laughs> I know. You have the dice to roll your checks. Oh, I got a dirty 20. Dirty Ooh. 20. Please. You recognize Hatch is a domovoi, and this is a fey creature known as a house spirit. Oh. And they can change shape, uh, beast shape a little bit. Uh, generally, they look like house pets, but these spirits, people leave treats out for them, food, uh, milk, to try to invite them into the home. And once they choose a family, a house, they protect it ferociously. Ah. Oh, I've heard of one of you. You're part of the Fae like me, which is fun. Um, what treat is your favorite? Treat is my favorite. I like a little bit of, you know, warm milk, maybe some bread with honey on it. It's very nice. You know, maybe give me some. Oh, uh, well, we don't, I don't have, does anyone have, do, do any of y'all have a... Uh, I don't have... What? No, no one, no one has any food for me. Not do, a single one. Do you want 
some of my mead. Yeah, you could have that or wine. We've got or juice. What what do you guys call it? I would uh, I would definitely take some wine or some meat. That sounds tasty. <laughs> ah, and he, and uh, Chip will pat on the barrel and just kind of pour some into his mouth. <laughs> and because I am so tiny, I'm very sorry. Fine, well, I'm drenched now. Run up to Gaslin. And go and like tug on his outfit and say, Keep him, please. What do you ask the knee for? I mean, what what is it that you want? I, I don't, I'm sure that it's a dog who's really a fake creature. Sure, why not? At this point, uh, I uh, believe anything. Oh, wait, though. Um, at least my understanding of the kind of creature you are, don't you want to stay at the house you came from? Or are is are you just saying hi? What? I what's the have, plan? I have reasons to go to the Pale Tower. Oh, so want to come with us then? Temporarily. I oh. have seen your antics, and I figure you might need a little bit of help. Oh. I don't think that was a compliment or an insult or neither. It was definitely an insult. Definitely. Yes. Um, no, I think snacks. I like this guy. Oh. Hey, I tell you what. I'll give you a snack. Um, can you can you explain to me what Thora looked like? Thora looked like? Uh, and... Hatch describes uh, a young girl, blonde hair. She often wore a blue frock, uh, wore her hair in blonde little braids. But does this match the experience that we had with the ghost child at the chicken leg hut? Yes, it does match the description. Hey, Hatch, are we still calling you Hatch? Yes, this is my name. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I have. Uh, I'm. I'll. I'll tell you later. Tell me later, but okay. Is this about snack or something else? Here, here. Still like snack. He uh, he'll break out like a. Like, just some beef jerky and hand it to Hatch. He takes it in both of his hands, because it's probably a pretty large piece, and just starts uh-huh. nipping it. Thank yeah. you. This is accepted. Wes, I, will, so you, I will help you. Just so you know, Chip is a seven-foot-tall, 312-pound man. Uh, <laughs> he he looks like... Um, I based him off of the, the Ghost of Christmas Present from the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> Um, so that's we've got a big height difference here <laughs> about five feet and a height difference there yeah. <laughs> you may be large but you still did not scare me thank you for the meat <laughs> right, well um, it seemed pretty important to get out of town uh, and find this tower right so we keep going 
I'm ready to uh, keep going. Absolutely. There oh, was thanks. a bit of an issue that we used quite a bit of our reserves of power back in the town. Is everybody still feeling like they're up for it? Chances <laughs> are, we're, you know, if our if our whole goal is to, and I quote, tear this tower down brick by brick, are yeah. we feeling like we're up for that? Or do we need perhaps a bit of time to regain our strength? I mean, I, I don't know. Idea. Oh, okay. I just used the one spell and then fell unconscious. So I think, uh, but if you all need to rest, I, I can rest as well. Not all of us took a nap during that fight, Chip. Ah, Skesslin, you always get me now, don't you? Uh, I understand. So we, can, we should can... set up camp? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd probably be good to get some rest. Katie, were you going to say something? A lot of issues here. <laughs> Go ahead. So, do you guys decide to rest? Um, yeah. I mean, it's night still, right? It's actually like four or five in the afternoon right now. Okay, okay. It's, it's getting close to dinner time. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think, I think the group sets up camp. We're going to need to find a nice, quiet spot to take a bit of a rest. And we can learn more about our good dog person, Faye friend, I think. After all, if you're going to come help us tear this tower apart piece by piece, we're going to need to know exactly how it is that you plan to do that. Mm-hmm. Good point. Point. It's it will handle you. It's fairly easy. Uh, you guys find uh, what you assume to be a very safe spot surrounded by some trees up against like a rock face in the woods. Uh, obviously, it is covered in snow and ice. You're going to be cold. But mm. you find a place that you think is safe for the night. Uh, ah, I think we'd set up camp and try to build a fire without being too mm. noticeable. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Chip will Chip will bring back these uh, big logs um, and and kind of set them up. I mean, he's so big he's almost making a house, but he's actually just making a fire. Um, <laughs> I'll transform back into a dog and like walk around in a little circle near the fire, making a little little place and just lay down. Oh. And whenever Hatch is a dog, uh, Chip is is like petting him, and uh, he's a little miniature schnauzer. I, like Ben loves miniature schnauzers. So, <laughs> all right, Chip seems to have uh, taken to Hatch, but like you said, why is this guy here? How is he going to help? You wanted to get to know him. You got your chance. Want to go up to him? Can you guys hear me okay? Now we can. Now, yeah, yeah, now we can. <laughs> I was having a lot of issues. I was like talking and I was like, I don't think anybody hears me. Okay. Oh, no. um, I would like to go over to Hatch um, and, and very like awkwardly, not exactly know how to talk to him because he's in a dog form and he's like just curled up by the fire. But so she'll kind of just like walk over and be like, I'm Soraya. Hello. 
and just kind of like moves around. How how are you doing? Amazing. I don't know if anybody told you, but this is only my fourth day as an adventurer. It is so exciting. Day four, huh? And you're going to Pale Tower to try to tear it down brick by brick. Yes. Adventurer oh now. Oh boy. Oh uh, well, this should be fun for you. To to be fair, Hatch. Um, she wasn't the one that said she was going to tear it down brick by brick. That's more of a, that was more of a me-ism. Oh, okay. So you're not actually going to tear whole building down? No, no, no. I, I plan on it. Oh, right. Okay, good. Because I was prepping for that. Because <laughs> it's kind of big. It would take a long time. Yeah. Probably. And it would require many of big, big like you to do this. Also, you know, many things try to kill you. Might slow down progress a little bit. Do you know anything about the Pale Tower that might be helpful for us? That depends. Um, on how many snacks you have. <clears throat> and he just kind of turns over his paw. Uh, Miyuki will grab a big ball of snow and put it on his hand. <laughs> that work? Kind of like milk. He tosses it into the fire. No. Well, that was fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> She'll put another one on your hand. Is this not a game? Okay. Uh, anybody got some food, I guess? You eat... I mean, you said the, the ones you lacked. Um, I like milk and I like bread with honey. I, I don't think... We might have some bread. Does anyone have any bread or... I, I, I do. I have some bread. Mm. Oh, uh, Astrid pulls out um, a piece of bread, goes over to Hatch, shows him the bread, tears it in half, mm. tears it into fourths, and gives him one little piece. Oh. <laughs> do you have mm. any information from us? Hey, creature. He eats the piece of bread. Uh... Yes, but they might require more of the bread for more information. That was like small piece. Very oh, small. Even I for tiny like me. Yes? Snacks? Yes. Weird. And she's going to dig through her little pouch and pull out a whole little handful of bird seed and hand it to him. <laughs> this is the food that my food eat. <laughs> oh, um... I find it to be um, a very de delicious and um, nu nutritious treat as you're venturing. Right. This is acceptable with the bread. And he just eats a couple of the seeds. <laughs> yes, I come, I come to help you because I have come from the Pale Tower. You know, I have a little bit of information, just a little bit, you know, about hey. some traps and all of the enemies you probably have to fight there. What do you mean you've come from the Pale Tower? Chip stops petting him. No, you can keep doing that. I like it. <laughs> Don't stop. Sense motive. Roll a sense motive. That would be a total of 17. He doesn't seem like he's lying. He seems like he's telling the truth. I mean, these are 
not creatures you know of, Chip. Uh, he says he comes from the Pale Tower, but you know he just came from Nadia's house. So things aren't quite adding up, but you don't think he's lying. Esther gives him another quarter bread. Go ahead, sir. Good talking. This is good bread. Okay. I know. So, uh, I will let you know about the background of situation that has happened to me. So, I used to be in Pale Tower, and sometimes I like to, you know, play pranks. Well, they didn't go over so well, so, uh, say I got in a bad situation, I was not allowed in Tower anymore, and then I ended up with the family. So, I'm not really a big fan of anyone in Pale Tower anymore. Well, then why do you want to go back? Because, as you said, you want to tear down place brick by brick. And I think what? that this would be very entertaining to watch. I think that was a little bit more of a metaphor. But, um, yes, first we shall try to talk with them because words go so much farther than just running in there and bashing them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see how that goes. Okay, have fun. <laughs> it's worked before. <laughs> Oh, I'm wondering. Of adventuring. But I'm uh, wondering. Perhaps uh, it's not so much that someone's come to help us, it's someone's come to take our food, and someone's come to help themselves get back in the good graces of those who own the Pale Tower. After all, you're kicked out, so what's to say that you're not here to betray us so that you can get back in with your witch mistress's good graces? With Scott lesson on this one because this seems a bit um i don't know suspicious i'd say fine <clears throat> i will tell you what actually happened so as i told you i played pranks well <sighs> then they were very mean mean to me it seemed like they may have tried to kill me and they threw me outside of the pale tower well, oh, that's awful. The family, they took me in. They helped me get back on my feet. And that is why I am protect them now. They are first people to show me kindness in many years. And I have reasons to go back to the Pale Tower, but they do not involve betraying any of you. Sense motive on every single sentence <laughs> has said. Roll a sense motive. <clears throat> 22. He's telling the truth. Uh, I mean, I suppose we're all pretty capable as we have proven for ourselves, right? So, um, I don't know, an extra hand might help, but also we're watching you yes we love to make new friends this is so exciting well that is good uh yes and i'll also just to just to let you know you keep providing me with snacks and i keep providing you with useful information like where maybe the guards are or where certain traps are laid and whether if not if you touch a certain uh, certain things whether you will die oh that is very uh, helpful. Thank 
you. I have lots of snacks. And she reaches back in her bag and pulls out a lot more uh, bird seed and gives it to him. Esther gets down on her knees and presents him with the other half of the bread, both pieces, and says, Well, like Mr. Hatchman, you go ahead and start talking. Okay. Sits down on, uh, on uh, as, still as the dog and just kind of starts nibbling on the bread. Yes. Well, I can't tell you everything about the tower from here, but as we go through, you know, I can start explaining things and try and make sure not all of you get killed. Well, if you're with us, there's a high likelihood that if we get killed, you also get killed. So it's within your uh, best interest to help us, I think, right? I mean, possibly. I am also a dog, and what kind of monster kills a dog? I think that you would be quite surprised. We've come in contact with some really weird monsters like a giant ferret, for one. That would probably... Don't want to deal with giant ferret. Giant ferrets might actually eat me. That's mm. uh, yeah. ferret was eating a deer, so definitely a dog. Uh, yeah. Not to uh, self. Avoid giant ferrets. Got it. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh. All right. Well, uh, do, do we rest and then go to tower tomorrow? I, you know. I do have my own reasons for going there. I don't feel like I trust you all enough to tell you now, but we'll see. Don't worry. You can trust us. Yeah. Uh, Hatch, why don't you and I take the first watch uh, and let the others sleep, and then uh, and then we can rest. That is fine. You are the one who gives me the pets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you all uh, bed down for the night, except for Hatch and Chip. So when Hatch is uh, in the best possible uh, position, uh, you know, and and Chip's petting him, and then all of a sudden he'll he'll stop, but he's got his hand on him, and he'll he'll pull out the soul gem that he has. And he'll he'll look at Hatch and say, Now, Hatch, I don't really know what you're into. This right here. I'm pretty sure that this is Thora. And this is the soul of one of your family. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. And I just want you to know that it's with me. And if you want to get in our good graces and potentially see what I think is the little girl of this family someday, you'll join us and not hinder us. Snacks or no snacks. Chip, you actually feel as you hold this gem in front of Hatch, it warms to your touch most gems in in this freezing cold weather in this snow would be like painful to touch it almost feels like uh, beyond the hard surface like you're touching hatch Mm. it's that same body warmth in your hand now and uh and chip will continue but i like to believe that there's good in everything 
I, for right now, am going to trust you. And he'll Uh, put the soul gem away. And uh, Hatch watches very closely where it gets put. If there is nothing nothing else that happens on your watch, you guys go to bed. Like to take second watch? Would you guys like to do any any talk to anybody overnight? Or we're just freezing through these watches? I don't have anything specific, at least personally, other than sleep. Just resting. Just resting. Well, nothing happens. And you all wake up the next morning and prepare to head to Hill Tower. Uh, Jamie, you uh, you mentioned that before we uh, we might have done something. You know, we might have. That is right. You guys, I told you off air, uh, but we didn't tell everybody that was watching us. All of you leveled up. Yeah. So we do have to roll a few uh, hit die for some people. Let's go ahead and do that. Uh, Miyuki and Astrid, you've already been taken care of. Just to let you know, Jamie, you're having crazy echo problems. Yeah, I hear it. I'm going to try to take care of it. Let's do Skeslin and Chip, Soraya. In that order, tell me your hit die. I'll roll it while I try to figure this out. Okay. Uh, minus a D6. I rolled a five. Four. So you get five more hit points. Mine is a D8. Please tell me you rolled better than I did. What'd you roll? I rolled a one. <gasps> That's what I rolled. You're out of the well, band, Chip. You like to run in places. Maybe you'll learn your lesson now. Uh, Soraya? <laughs> Six. What is your hit die? D8. D8. I rolled a one, so you get six. So now that you are uh, leveled up, you're going to head to the Pale Tower unless you have a different plan in mind that I don't know about. Don't have a different plan? I'm good to go. Hey, Jim, as a uh, sorcerer, what are your total hit points at? 16. Oh, cool. You're only... Two worse than me, bud. All right. I mean, Ben, you More do points play. than you guys. Because I rolled a three and a one on my hit points, and oh boy, it's so bad. Yikes! I'm tougher than you guys. Is, <laughs> <laughs> the real question is: Do you know anything at all about <laughs> religions yet? You know what, Jim? No. <laughs> <laughs> But I did. I would the, ban you from being a cleric. I did learn the language oh, scald, no. so that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> I like, would ban you from being a cleric <laughs> in my game. <laughs> it's true. 
You would, Jim, but I think it's just dumb enough that he'll die soon. And so I don't have to ban him. Well, he barely has any hit points, so yeah. <laughs> no. Then maybe he'll come up with a good character. You know. Rude. <laughs> Uh, I know I described uh, the approach to the Pale Tower last session, but I will reread it for you so you're reminded. Sharp winds whistle across the stark white plain, stinging the eyes along with the near-blinding rays of the reflected sun. A great eruption of frozen ice rises in the distance, an imposing Pale Tower crowned with icicles spearing into the sky, seemingly born of the land itself, an unbroken circular wall of ice guards the tower's base with no means of entrance visible. High above, a large gash opens in the tower's bowl-like crown, ringed in icy spikes and split by a massive plane of ice resembling an inverted crescent moon. And I will actually take you on roll 20 to kind of an outside look of the base of the tower. I know it looks crazy and pixelated, but there's no curved... I hate circle maps. I hate them because I'm not good with polygon tool. <laughs> the Removing the fog of war. So I apologize, but you're gonna have to deal with it. So we just see, are, like, are those people that we see? Yes, and you're not actually all over here right now. I just have you on the map. You do see about 25, 30 feet up from the ground, four soldiers, it looks like, four of the guards, uh, on a battlement, like kind of checking the perimeter, keeping watch out there. How, how high, I'm sorry, how high up did you say it was? 25 to 30 feet. Okay. Oh. Well. But you don't see an entrance. Well, I just, um, so... Do you all want to blow it up? <laughs> well, I think uh, that uh, perhaps perhaps we ask our new friend if there's some way of getting in that we're not quite seeing right off the bat. Tell oh, us. Skesslin, Skesslin sees that like Chip is rummaging around in his backpack, and then he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, I have, still have things to do in this tower, so please don't blow it up quite yet. So, Chip, do we start from the top and work our way down, maybe? Okay. Listen, I've, um... A lot of you may know that I've had a lot of... I mean, not a lot of adventures, but I've traveled around quite a bit. And in my travels, I have found one item that I purchased, and I really liked it, and I've kept it for a very special occasion. And Chip will pull out of his bag uh, a firework. Um, and it's like a big, big rocket. And he's like, I figure we could aim this at that wall and make an entrance. I mean, you do remember a way to get into the tower without having to blow it up. You know that if you signal with a mirror, the guards will actually open the hidden gate. Hmm. Yeah, that didn't change his mind. That's I, frightening. 
I, I do I do know a way into the tower. Oh. Snack? Yes. It gives him bird seed. Different snack? Perhaps this relationship doesn't work the other way around. You say you have business in the tower, so it seems like we're helping you out just as much as you're helping us out. How about instead of eating all of our food, you prove your worth and tell us how to get into the bloody tower? Otherwise, we can just march right up there and blow it up. All I'm saying is, if you do not bring enough food to give to me, I am very small. You are very much unprepared. You you see that Chip is lining up this rocket, um, and he's like, I think I've got a good angle if I just set it down right here. Oh, Chip, right, fine. please, please, oh. maybe, um, and is going through her notebook, and she has that note in there that says, like, uh, must be quiet while trying to be sneaky and enter buildings, but then it's also crossed out, so she's a little confused as to which advice to give Chip. So she's like, um, um, Skeslin told me to, um, to be quiet when we're entering a building. Um, I don't know if this is a good idea. I believe that we found some, like, 37 rations when we defeated the Moss Troll. You did. That's correct. So I want to grab my backpack and bend down towards Hatch and open it up and just show him the pile of food we have. <laughs> and say, look, we've got plenty of food and you can have as much of it as you want. But you help us first. Earn it. That's the way he's, it works with us. And he's still in dog form right now, so you just see him start salivating with his tongue out a little bit. We're like, Okay, fine. I see what game you play. All right, I play along. Who's got a mirror? Anyone? Mirror? No, you look at your face in it. Ah. Chip, what about that mirror that you found? You didn't happen to huck it anywhere, did you? Oh. I have a a spyglass at work. Hatch, you think as long as you can get light to shine off of it, you might be way able to bluff your way in. It might work. We just look. Okay, I'll just be honest. If we use a mirror or something to reflect some light at the door, the guards will open the secret entrance. It's a kind of a password password sort of situation. Oh, I mean, I can shoot some light around if it's just light we need. Maybe reflective. I've never had anyone try to light up with magic before, but uh, usually we just use reflection as it's, you know, little bright out here, ice and everything. Uh, maybe, maybe we should add that first. But yeah, okay. I'll get out. I'll get out the spyglass. And uh... so, what you're saying is, rocket is Plan B. Maybe we'll push that to Plan D. Oh, D. Yeah. All right. Wes. Yes. Magic surges around you all of a sudden. Oh boy. And wait, you don't you me... want to wait for the combat? Would you rather me wait for the combat and it be a surprise then? You're the GM, don't let him take over. Yeah. No, you, you better think. Maybe it's good not to get crazy magic happening during combat then. <laughs> we'll wait till combat. <laughs> it might be more helpful. Dragon's Ben! <laughs> <laughs> so Miyuki, you have pulled out this spyglass. 
And you think if you can get light reflected off of it up to the guards, they will let you in. So I need you to roll a d20 for me. Okie dokie. I got a 10. 10. Right in the middle. It's getting... This is not as easy to, like, aim as a handheld mirror would be. You think, like, if you try it again, you might be able to do it. You're not sure if it's the glass or the... It's just not hitting the way you think. Would it work if I cast light behind her spyglass? It might. You can try. Okay. So then Soraya will go up to Miyuki and go, Oh, um, what if I do this? And she just touches the spyglass and it illuminates. Oh, that might work. Uh, and then Miyuki will take it and just kind of try to, like, point it different directions. Mm-hmm. Roll me another d20. Chips oh, that's a nat 20. That's oh. a nat 20. You're not sure if, you know, you've passed the learning curve of this spyglass or if Surya's light actually helped you. But you you start to do it and you think you've aimed it the right way at the tower and it takes a few seconds of you holding it. But you see in the ice wall part of it start to lower and open up into a tunnel. And Looking into the tunnel, you actually see icicles pointed up, not down, and they begin pulling down into the ground. See, and Chip, can... sometimes it's about solving the problem, not just blowing the place up. And she writes down her own note in her in her notepad. I mean, Chip, I think blowing it up would have been fun, but I also agree with Soraya and think that maybe that would have alerted everyone that we were here. Well... Uh, and Chip will put it away. He goes, oh, it's okay. We just get to blow up something else later. Okay, I like the way you think. <laughs> being being true point. to my word, I want to give Hatch a a full human-sized ration. And uh, I want to hold it down to him and say, you know, that was good advice. It looks like you might indeed be on our site. But just one little addendum to what you might have said last night about how you know, you'll survive this if we all fall into trouble. I want you to know that if I think, if I even have a suspicion that you betrayed us and things are really falling apart, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that you go down right with us. And I can guarantee you, I'm very dedicated to the cause. This is fine. I, I agree to this. But no, that if it comes down to saving one of you or saving my family back home, I will not hesitate to, to let all of you die. I don't mind you having your own agenda if it's for, your, for, for the benefit of those back in the town. After all, I guess we're heroes and we're supposed to be saving them. But just, uh, you know, if you think at all that the witch might have more to offer you than we do, just know that... I won't let you live to see that kind of reward. Oh, no, I hope she burns. Well, then I guess we're in agreement. Yes, it seems so. And he, you see the smile form on the dog's face as he's looking at this ration. (laughs) (laughs) I eat the whole thing for sure. (laughs) Absolutely, I will. I may be small, but, you know, my stomach is big. Gathering that. 
and I'll transform back into the dome of void form and start picking at the ration while walking. It's hard to eat and hold food as a dog. Absolutely. I get that. You know, opposable thumbs are very helpful. So do you approach this now, like, gaping maw in the side of this ice wall? Elf. Um, so now do we just walk in? I mean, I would assume there are still guards at the gate. Or not? Well, I think the guards are up on the wall, right? Like, we can see them? Yes. Well, you know, um, I mean, as sort of a... Is, is uh, I suggest caution, as I always do, but, you know, we'll do what we do. Right, tell me how we're going to approach. Everybody like hide under my cloak of Yeti. <laughs> oh, you could do that. I think I'm, like, the same color in this form. Uh, maybe I could, like, be on the side. Can add to it. You know, I'll go walking in here like a pantomime. I just want to continue to warn you. I'm huge. I don't think. I mean, if I if I'm trying to sneak up there, they're gonna think a bear is walking up. You guys, we've already done the secret handshake, so we're already going in. Let's just keep doing that. Great. Let's walk forward. Uh, and Soraya's going to make sure that she walks right next to Skessel. And she's going to turn to him as they're kind of walking in. And she's just going to kind of be like looking in awe at this amazing tower. And she's going to turn to Skessel and just be like, this is amazing. While we're, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, while we're doing that, once we actually get up close to the tower, I did want to bubble up. Now that I've got quite a few minutes of that, uh, that I can can sustain, and I'll whisper over to Soraya and say, look, if you happen to know anything that'll uh, give you some kind of edge or protection for for a few minutes, you should cast it now. Hmm, that's good advice. I will think about that. <laughs> Hatch, you do remember that this actually opens into a courtyard in front of the tower. And in the courtyard is an ice troll that is supposed to take care of all of the dogs that uh, guide the dog sleds that the guards use. You know, you have a few options. You can give her food because she is ravenous at all times. You can tell her she's pretty and you'll take care of those that have mistreated her here in the tower. You could kill her or you can tell her that there's somebody behind you that's even bigger that she can eat. Those are your options. So what do you all do? Uh, well, I think we walk in there like we're supposed to be here. If that's the goal, we're not worried about anyone else being at the door. Yeah, that, that seems to work. It works for me really well. Uh, Hey, you all follow me in here, and I take out my battle axe. Oh, are we, if we're walking in, yeah, me, me and Astrid will just walk forward. Uh, Hatch, what should we expect in there? This this creature, by name or anything? Uh, you know her name is Bordega. Bordega. Uh, do, would I have any information about... Uh, personality type or anything like that. <laughs> uh, she is quite literally 
The troll from the three billy goats gruff. She, <laughs> like, she is too big to live in the tower, so she has been pushed into the courtyard to take care of the dogs. She is frustrated with how she's treated here. Uh, she just wants food. That is her main goal. Uh, remind me of the uh, the name again. Bordega. Bordega. It's okay, everyone. I think I have this. Hey, Bordega! How far are you from the tower right now? From that front gate? How far would you like to be at this point? It's up to the rest of the party, I suppose. Uh, if Hatch is walking up there, Chip and Astrid, I'm sure, are either yeah. right next to him or right behind him. Yeah. Sure. Uh, for now, we'll say you're 30 feet away from the actual first entrance. Um, you don't hear a response yet. It's okay. I know this person. They don't really like this place either. Let's go closer then. And you begin to enter under that first opening. And as all six of you enter, the wall closes behind you. You cross those icicles that you saw, kind of like a portcullis. Yeah. Uh, and they, as you cross them, they rise up behind you as well. And Ooh. as they rise behind you, you do get a better view of this courtyard. And you Ooh. see the troll that uh, Hatch was talking about. Um, also, right as the thing closes, I'm like, Aha! I've tricked you all! You're now stuck in my trap! <gasps> just, just kidding. It was, oh. it was a joke. Uh, Relax. No. You should, uh, be more careful with those jokes, because, uh, well, we might have killed you. Saying. No, I'm so scared. I am the only I way you're getting through this tower. That would be a terrible idea. Yeah, but sometimes we just react, you know? <laughs> and as you guys enter this courtyard, you see what appears to be like dog houses here. Uh, and you also see, here, let me find this. Ah. A massive ice sculpture of a dragon dominates this open courtyard, standing with raised wings upon a dais of solid ice. Seven squat shacks sit along the inner wall with several dog sleds stored outside. Between them, four ice chutes descend from the battlements of the outer wall. To the west, large double doors studded with icicles lead inside the pale tower itself, just beneath an overhang of sharp icicles dangling from above. The only difference, Hatch, for you, everybody might think this is normal, but you know this isn't normal. There is blood spattered across the snow in this courtyard. Oh, boy. And you don't hear dogs barking. Something is very wrong here. Uh Would a knowledge nature check uh, help in any way? Uh, sure. How about a heel check? Heel check would also work. Whew. That's a 22 on knowledge nature. Whew. It's a 24 on heel. At 23 on heel. This looks like the site of a massacre. Um, 
and you're both able to tell that this it shouldn't be this way if there are dogs living here and you hear no dogs bringing you to the conclusion that this is the dog's blood. Ah, they killed the puppies. Oh, this makes me angry. Remind me not to transform back. I take back everything I said about harming them, not harming dogs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm about to lose it in here. If somebody doesn't do something quick, I might go crazy. And as you guys are the fire away from him. walking in and seeing this scene, sure enough, this troll turns and spots you. <laughs> Hutch? I thought Hello. you were kicked out. Oh, actually, I got invited back. These are my friends. We're here to uh, go say hi. Would you like a snack? And I'm going to use telekinesis to grab one of the rations out of his satchel and send it over. Snack. And she, like, snatches it out of the air and opens the small bag holding all these rations. Why you give me gift? Because you remember, we were nice to each other. I was never mean to you. Yeah, you were... You were nice. And I never... I thought you were treated badly put down here in the courtyard. It was not very nice. You should be inside where it's warm. Not nice. I lost all my friends. And she's like shoving food in her mouth this entire time. That is so sad. You lost all your friends. No one should be friendless. I'll be your friend. Oh, good. I can eat you too then. Oh, no. We don't eat our friends. Um, we, we talk with them, and, and we eat with them. We don't eat them. But if I'm hungry, I eat you. No, friends will help you get more food. Hey, quick thing here, troll. Did you eat, did you eat the dogs in here? Thank you. That's what I was wondering. Well, they stopped giving me food from upstairs, so I got hungry. And I might have eaten a couple dogs. Okay, it's going down. Oh, no. And yes. just runs <laughs> and grabs onto this creature. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, uh, right why behind don't you roll some initiative? Oh. How about? Oh. All right, but I would say I get a little bit of a surprise round. There, right? I will give you a surprise round. Yeah. Uh, nine for me. Nine. Mm-hmm. Who else? Uh, I have an eleven. Eleven. Yes. I have a ten. Oh, right in the middle. Nineteen. Nineteen for Soraya. Thirteen for Skeslin. All right, and Astrid. Thirteen. Thirteen. What are 14. Sorry, thank you. All right, Chip, you get off a surprise round as you go running towards this troll. I'm sorry, but you are not up to the troll, and you only get one action. I know. So your surprise round is going to be running up. Right. I wish that I I could make a charge as my surprise round. However, I am incapable of doing that since it's a full round action. But Chip will get right up in the face of this troll. 
All right. It is now Soraya's turn at the top of round one. So I'm going to just move up a little bit and basically call to Chip and say, no, Chip, please, don't hurt her. And she's going to kind of say to the to the troll lady, she's going to say, um, please, uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, we don't want to hurt you. Um, and that's pretty much all she'll be able to say in like six seconds. <laughs> yeah. Astrid, your turn. Astrid is going to, oh, I click wrong on roll 20. Um, Astrid is going to, let's see, uh, get up to Chip and glom onto his back and say, no, Chip, wait, we need information. That's as much as she's going to do. Skesslin, do you see this uh, all start to go down? Sure, I see the troll and I see all this happening. Do I notice, can I see the top of the walls and do I notice guards who are noticing this incredible commotion that's about to occur? <laughs> you, it is a very steep shoot, as you can see, because it's it's dropping 30 feet in like mm-hmm. five feet of distance. Yeah. Uh, you don't see movement from up there yet. Roll a perception check though. Sure. That is a 23. 23. You do hear movement, and it sounds like uh, things are starting to happen. It, you might have some friends join you down okay. in the courtyard soon. In that case, all I'm going to do is take a five-foot step back and prepare to elemental ray anybody who tries to join this battle. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Miyuki. Uh, yeah, Miyuki's with Chip. Uh, just upset that these dogs got eaten because she feels a little too akin to them. Um, <clears throat> so uh, as she's running over there, she's going to uh, cast, or rather, uh, do, um, wait, where is that? Inspire Courage. So uh, she pulls out her drum as she's running, and she goes... Now we go forth into the tower to find a witch. This is our hour. We can't turn back. Wait, here's a troll. She ate these dogs. Attack! Attack! <laughs> oh, no. I always love hearing the newest hit off of the Mimi <laughs> debut album. <laughs> uh, Chip, it's your turn. He'll, uh, he'll kind of peek his head back to Saray and go, What kind of druid are you? This is a creature that eats animals. And uh, and will just grab this thing, and I, like he's he's not technically he is smaller than this creature, but uh, I, I know that because it's a large creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but right now he's definitely just grabbing hold of this creature for dear life, and like reaching up, twisting around its neck, and trying to pull it down to his level. Um, so here we go. It's going to be a seventeen to grapple it. You don't grapple it. Mm. I love saying those words. <laughs> I don't think I say them near enough. All right. Well, no problem there because uh, now he's going to start shifting around to the other side, uh, making a five foot step. So mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. we go. All right. Hatch. As you begin to act for 
whatever you're going to do, you feel that magic surge around you. It's like a winter wind like whips around your body. And you are affected by wild magic. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. This one is actually a little funny because it's it sounds familiar from <clears throat> Starfinder. Time loop. Time gets very fluid for you. At the end of your turn, flip a coin, roll percentile dice, whatever, high and low. Uh, High or heads, nothing happens. On tails or low, your turn starts back at the beginning, beginning, and everything that occurred is undone. And that's going to last you seven rounds. Oh my goodness. No. I have to wait until combat happen. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, well, I've, I'm seeing this happen and I'm pretty sure that they're going to try to kill the troll at this point. I'm just going to sigh and be like, I was trying to get the troll to help us. Now you have to go. Okay, fine. And I'm going. What what do I see around this courtyard? Is there anything I could like pick up or use potentially? Uh, you see a few like sticks and bones. Uh, you're not sure if they're the dogs or if they were there for the dogs to chew on. But there are also some sticks up in the the little shacks for the dogs as well. Um, but that's about it that you could pick up and throw. All right, so hmm, I would like to use telekinesis to potentially throw some ice uh, at, sure. at, at, at the troll. Absolutely. So, so I'm going to throw some ice at the, at the troll. Right. You're totally able to pick up a, a solid chunk of ice out of the snow uh, that had formed there. Telekinesis. Yes. Uh, so I believe that is a 14 to hit with the ice. 14 to hit. Let me double check. Flatbone. That does not hit. <gasps> so I guess I'm, I throw it and I, uh, and, and miss. Uh, and then I have to roll a, a dice. So I'm just going to roll a d6. One through three will be a fail. And one through, one, uh, four through five. Or four through four six through will four. be a Jamie, six. real fast. Well, that's a one. Sorry, Ben. What were you going to say? Are you taking into account the troll being flat-footed? What did you roll, Wes? Uh, for the hit? Yeah. Uh, 14. Also, with Inspire Courage, you should get a plus one if you're... Ah. 15 on the flat-footed troll does hit. Ah, okay. Yes! Now, Jamie, would a flat-footed troll have been grappled by 17? I, no. I won't make you do that, but I just... No, it will not. It would not have. All right, let's roll some damage on this telekinesis. Not, not to be the worst, but I do believe that when you rolled the time loop, you failed. So would that yep. not just negate any of it? It would just anyway? negate any, any of the stuff that I did anyway. <laughs> I yeah. was going to let him have momentary happiness, Jim. Oh, I knew. Oh, trust me, I knew. Oh, man. So where does it go back to? The beginning. Let me double check. I think the beginning. The 
beginning of my turn. Beginning of your turn, and everything that happened is undone. Would oh. would, uh, would Hatch remember it not working? Only you remember. Okay, uh, that that's kind of what I meant. So he realizes that, oh, like, okay, well, the icicle didn't work. Um, <laughs> I guess he's going to try and just solve the situation. I'm going to try and use telekinesis to pick up the troll, if possible. Pick up the troll. Let's uh, see. Uh, the effect of a successful DC 14 will save. DC 14 will save. All right. Oh, 13. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pick up the troll into the midair and be like, hey, everyone, calm down. And just hold the troll in the air above everybody for a second. It is now the troll's turn. Wait, uh, I gotta, do I have to roll another dice or does it only do it once per, per time? Just once per turn. Okay. And this troll is like caught in the air a little bit and she is struggling to get back down. Uh, let's see. How can I get out of this? <laughs> Uh, well, she's going to just struggle for a little bit. I, yeah, I think I think it, I have to throw the creature, but I, it's up to you how you want to do that. She's going to struggle against it. I'm going to make a strength check to, like, break out of this whatever. That's the only thing she would think to do. Uh, but she's obviously going to fail. And Jim, her friends show up. Oh. Four Hail Tower guards come flying down these chutes <laughs> and land in the courtyard with you. Uh, this one can't yet because the troll, well, I guess it could kind of land under Bordega. Uh, <gasps> like and so that's, that is their turn. Well, that they move. Uh, this fella down here. It's going to take a swing at Miyuki because, I mean, she's right there. Why not? Would that trigger my readied action to an elemental rainbow? It would. All right. Get that before I hit. Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which one were you attempting to hit, Jim? I would say it'd probably be the nearest one to me. I'm pinging Alrighty. it on the map right now. Natural <laughs> 20. Uh, five on the die, uh, plus two is seven, doubled is 14 points of cold <laughs> damage. There's a reason they weren't first defenses, uh, because this guy, <laughs> he's done. Oh, 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 oh. oh got him, Jam. I should never have let you guys level up. I regret <laughs> All of my decision making. <laughs> uh, I just want to bring up because it might be uh, a little important. First of all, there's a BBBB for uh, I'm in for life. Got it and gave it to Miyuki. So oh, uh, I'm in for life. Kitsu723 donated $5 for an edge for Chip. So get ready to be grappled. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, since it's my turn. Uh, this fella is going to take a swing at Miyuki. Aha, there it is. Uh, oh, that I had already rolled. I'm not lying. You saw me roll something. 
It was the swing. It's a 19 on the die, which is a critical threat. Oh, oh no. I don't like that. With a natural 20 to confirm. Oh. Oh, oh. Alrighty. A lot of hit points. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this damage is going to double with this longsword coming into you, Miyuki. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. God. I don't go to kill you guys. I really don't try to, but my dice tell the story. That is nine points doubled, 18 points of damage. Oh, ouch. Okay, I'm still up. (laughs) Wow. I regret letting you be level three, but it's probably a good thing you are. Yeah, yeah. That's the exact Uh, same damage I took last time on your crit. This guy is going to step up to Astrid uh, from the bottom there, and this guy is going to take a move over to Skeslin to prep for next round. Top of the round, it's Soraya. Soraya heard what Chip said about calling her a bad druid, pretty much, Um, and she had, like, in her head sort of what she was going to say, but then she saw that this... Guy moved up to where Skeslin is, so she's gonna move um, up to right about there. Can I shoot through these like ice school things? Yeah, they're okay. decorative. They're higher up. You can take a shot. Okay. Um, and since she saw um, them already attacking, uh, she is going to uh, produce flame on him. Okie dokie. So throwing that, it to him, is that a ranged touch attack? It is. Alrighty. Whew. All right. Well, that's a 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Roll <laughs> some damage. <laughs> All right. That's going to be. That's going to be five plus two, so seven points of damage. Whoa. And you just see, like, you throw this fireball at him, and, like, the edge of his tunic catches on fire, and you see it start to climb up the side of him. It doesn't look good for that guy. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Would you like to move? I did move. You did move. Sorry. Astrid, your turn. This guy stepped up to you. Jamie, real fast, I've got a big announcement. Uh, First of all, I'm in for life donated $50 to give an overcharge for Astrid and Soraya. And with that, we have reached our monthly survival goal. (gasps) You did it. You all did it. Great job. It happened. So much. You'll get to see more craziness (laughs) because of all of your help. Thank you guys so much. Astrid, you now have an overcharge and it's your turn. What do you want to do with it? Uh, wait, how do I use the overcharge again? So overcharge uh, gives you an extra two damage on your damage roll uh, if Uh, you hit. Oh, three. You're level three now. Oh, my goodness. We're using that. (laughs) The guy right in front of Miyuki that did all that damage. Sure, 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 sure. I'll come back to the other guy in a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Taking a swing down here. How are you laughing? That'd be 24. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. 
Uh, that'd be eight. You have a plus one to two. Inspire plus courage. One. Eleven. So eight plus the three plus one. Yes. Is twelve. Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry. Actually, yeah. And this guy falls as well. Yeah! Get him! Yes! All right, would you like to move anywhere, Astrid? Uh, no, no, I'm good. Skeslin, this guy stepped up to you, ready to hit you. Shouldn't it for him to do that? Um, just take a five-foot step back. Mm-hmm. I'll blast him, too. Elemental Ray. Sure, sure. Why not? Um, 13 range touch. <sighs> that hits. Ooh. Ooh, that is a close one, though, I feel. Uh, that is going to be uh, four points of cold damage. And as you see the flames from Soraya start to overtake him, you, like, freeze him. To death somehow. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Miyuki, you just took a huge hit. Astrid came to your side and saved the day for you. Yeah. How are you going to use this second chance? I mean, I think Miyuki was kind of like, oh, oh, like, like all this stuff happening. And she was just ready to stab that guy. So instead, like, gives uh, Astrid a wink and she turns over <laughs> and she wants to try to stab this guy instead. Take a five step up. Nice. Take a swing. Stabby way. Mm, neat. I'm going to use my edge. Uh, yeah. uh, and that is uh, 12. 12. Misses. <gasps> but you got your BBBB, so do it again. Oh, yeah. Yes! I'm going to use it. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna stab and totally miss and like do a spin and wink at Astrid again and then uh, I'll try to stab again. <laughs> Much better. That is a 22. Yeah, that hits. Roll some damage. <laughs> My dice. Here they are. All right. That is a nine damage. Nine damage. They didn't even get to act. (laughs) (laughs) They took a fun slide downstairs, and that's all they got to do. They did nearly knock Miyuki out in one hit, so I wouldn't Uh say they did nothing. True. True. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for reminding me of that. (laughs) Chip, what are you doing? Is this troll still within my reach? Like, could I reach up and just, like, pull it down to the ground? Yes. Okay. Well, that's what's going to happen with two edges on top of it. I want to just grab this troll by the leg and yank it down. All right. Oh, please. Please. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) A natural one. You reach up and like latch onto this troll's wrapping around her leg. And as you yank, it like rips off of her body. But none of her weight comes with it. So you're just pulling and you end up slipping and falling prone. I got her boot. 
<laughs> All right. Hang, hang on one second, Jamie. Don't oh. ever do that to me again. Patch, <laughs> 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 you have this troll dangling in the air. What are you going to do? Like, look, Bordega, look, all of these snacks, these guards were so mean to you. Maybe eat them now. <laughs> Roll a diplomacy check. Okay. That's a natural one. Oh. <laughs> Technically a nine. Oh, man. But I followed followed Ben on that one. <laughs> yeah, like your dice. It's good to just be like, ooh. No, no, no. I go the opposite way. Shh. It's okay. It's okay. You roll the natural ones. Mm-hmm. Natural ones in a row. Yeah, it's okay. As you're yelling up at this uh, troll, would you like to do anything else? Yeah, I'll respond first and then let you decide if you want to do anything else. She looks down at you and says, you know I have all of them, and I will have you, too! Okay. And I just toss the troll backwards toward the entrance. <laughs> uh, you know what? Roll me 2d6, because I assume you're throwing her against the wall, yes? Uh, I'm throwing her into one of the dog cages. Sure. Uh, roll me the, 2d6. Whatever the biggest one? Okay, roll 2d6. Okay. One for, you know, bludgeoning to hit the wall, and one for when she lands. Why not? Four, four total damage. Or four, four total. Total damage. All right. Trying to bring us snacks, Bordego, but you know, whatever. The, the only problem with that is that is that someone paid for chaos. And so chaos still reigns. It's <laughs> true. So why don't you roll <laughs> oh, no. another high-low for me? Oh, it's a two. <laughs> oh, my turn would reset. No, that's actually great. Everything rewinds. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually a good thing. So this goes back to the top of your turn where you yelled, look, you have food. What do you want to do? Okay. <laughs> So he'll be like, hmm, well, that didn't work out so well. So, hey, Bordega, remember how these guards were so mean to you? We beat them up just for you. Diplomacy. Uh, Come on. That is a 26. <gasps> Whoa! Hey. <laughs> Bordega, in the air, just like stop struggling and slump her shoulders. I guess I am kind of hungry. <gasps> and just set you sets the troll down on the ground. Um, Jamie, there's there's no way that Chip like is gonna be cool with this. Like, also, I forgot to mention because I set them down directly, uh, straight down. They're standing on Chip. I'll I'll let you take a free action to move out of the way but I want to punch it while it's coming down you want to punch the troll as it comes down even though it has stopped struggling because wouldn't I be next 
Yeah. Uh, technically, it is the troll's turn. Ooh. As Hatch lowers it, uh, and this troll is gonna move away from you, Chip, which will provoke an attack of opportunity. I don't know if I can do that while I'm on the ground. You are prone. Uh, and this this uh, troll is going to shrug her shoulders and make her way around the long way because she's so sad. She's so upset right now. Uh, and she's actually going to try to make it over here with a double move to uh, take care of these two fellas up here and make them her dinner. So she just moves away and starts devouring one of the corpses? She moves away and, like, grabs a hold of one. You're not sure what she's going to do yet. Uh, oh. But it is Soraya's turn. I'm going to turn to the group and, and notice that this troll is distracted. Um, but what I want to do is I'm going to move over to Chip. Because I'm very disappointed in his actions. And I'm going to say, you know, you asked me what kind of druid I am. And I am one who believes in not fighting violence with violence. We didn't see her do anything. She was hungry, and we don't know her side of the story that doesn't give you the right to attack her. But now that she's distracted, we should go. We should move. Why don't you ask her then? Go ask her if she took the dogs out of the cages, who she was friends with. And ate them. It's and Chip- terrible. It yeah. is. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we have to kill her. For no reason. I've got a real problem with good things that are caged up and are taken out and killed. That's not all right by me. I don't believe innocent creatures should be killed either. But... She, if she's not attacking us, if she's not hurting us, there's reason for us to hurt her. We are not judge, jury, and executioner. I read about that once. That's something that people say. Shereen, this is a very different, different situation than a giant wild ferret in the woods. This is a not, troll. If she's not hurting us, there's no reason to hurt her. She's distracted. Let's go. She did say she wanted to eat us. Also the guards. Well, the guards were jerks to her. It makes sense that she would want to eat them. The whole concept of friends is kind of, you know, like this with trolls. But uh, I could probably try and convince her to smash up the castle a little bit if that makes you feel better, large one. No, I want to do that. Maybe you could be friends, become friends through smashing. I don't think so. I don't think she's ever had a true friend before. So you have to understand. I mean, I've never had a true friend before until I met you. Well, you haven't tried to eat any of us yet. Oh, no, I don't eat meat. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I just, um, I don't know, like, what if you became our friends and then we ate you? That'd be a problem now, wouldn't it? 
It would be okay. unfortunate. <clears throat> okay, everybody, calm down now. Listen, I think we need to talk to the troll and see what information we can get out of her. Pip, do not kill the troll. I mean, Let me that, do it, please. That's a good point. Ray, I think you should, yes. Thank you. Okay, so Sreya's um, gonna... Sorry. Go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah, I'm just gonna move up to where Skeslin is and step in front of him, and I'm gonna... I'm gonna say... That looks tasty. Quite a meal you're having there. Clearly, she's very uh, disturbed by it. Look, I don't think you've ever had a true friend before. Have you? Hatch... Is she with you? Yeah, she's with me. She's nice. I had a friend. I had a friend once when I was little, but no friends ever since. And you can see she's she's not immediately devouring these bodies. She is like taking them and dragging them into the huts, the little uh, shacks. Well. I would like to be your friend. Now, you don't eat your friends. Your friends are there for you in, in your time of need. Um, and they listen to you when, when you're talking and when you have feelings. And if someone tries to hurt you, uh, they protect you. And she kind of looks at Skeslin and smiles a little bit and then looks back to her and she's like, we could be that for you. We could be your friends. We have something that we have to do that's very important. And perhaps if you don't eat us and want to be our friend, maybe we could help you later. Roll a diplomacy check. Ooh. 29. Oh. You would be my friend? Yes. I, I I could I could be friend. Hatch, I could be good friend, right? Uh yes, I think so. This this one seemed very nice. Large one, I don't know. Well Um I mean after I finish eating I will protect you. Here. Oh, uh, and then when you're done here taking care of all the people I don't like, can I come with you? Oh, we love friends. Yes, but of course. Also, a good friend would also um, uh, advise a friend to maybe step outside of their comfort zone and try something new. And Sarid goes into her bag and pulls out some bird seed, and she's like, here. Perhaps this might fill your appetite, um, and maybe you wouldn't need to eat all of those men. She, like, you kind of put it in her large hand, and she take, brings it to her face and kind of sniffs it, looks at it, and, like, the whole handful goes in her mouth. She begins chewing. Oh, it's, it's stuck in my tooth. It's stuck in my tooth. I, I'm sorry. I have to take care of this. And she uh, 
goes and sits in one of the shacks to take care of the bird seed stuck in her teeth right now. Can, can I so, use telekinesis to help pull the bird seed out of her teeth? <laughs> uh, you can try, but I think after the telekinesis before, okay, this- it might be a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, this is... Okay, I'll just pick up a bone and like... Hey, large one, break this for me. Crack. <laughs> and just look at it. Yeah, it's got the sharp enough thing, and I hand it. Hit his toothpick. Thank you, Hutch. I will be friend. I won't eat you. Okay. Thank you. That is very appreciated. Uh, yeah. so... Everyone! <laughs> Should we go into castle now? Yes! And, yes. and after Soraya kind of finished talking with her, um, she's going to kind of try to look at Chip and give like a, I did the right thing, Chip. Uh, he just, he, he looks across and it's like, shakes his head. And goes to the front of this castle. I want to rip this place down. Well, just to remind you, there are two doors over here that you see have ice spikes on them, but you can open the doors. Quick question. We want to take the outfits off those guards. I don't know if it'll uh, provide any distraction in some way, but might help. It might help a few people. Certainly won't fit me. But. I mean, yeah. it's always nice to have new clothes, anyway, right? Right, Miyuki. I mean, but I'm I'm saying, uh, you know, we could we could potentially disguise. Well, I'm thinking mm-hmm. Skeslin, Miyuki, Astrid, and and Soraya. Uh, Hatch, of course. I don't think you're gonna fit in any of those, and I'm certainly not gonna fit any myself. So, mm. oh, yes, I, I like the idea. Prisoners, if need be. That's fine. As long as I'm in the front. With Bordega's uh, permission, you go over and you pull off like the tunics off of these guards uh, that have the insignia of the Pale Tower. Uh, you don't need their armor. The tunics are what has the insignia on, so you can wear your own armor as long as you can show something that shows Pale Tower Guard. Right, but, you know, let's just set that armor and stuff aside so perhaps the troll doesn't eat the armor or the things. Sure, sure, we'll sure, sure. We'll sure. them later, but uh, do you want to tell me what there is there? Well, they have, each of them has a potion of Endure Elements. Oh, you have seen this. Um, they have chain shirts, light steel shields, uh, cold iron long swords, a dagger, light crossbow with 10 bolts, and cold weather outfits, and 15 gold each. Uh, yeah, put that all in a pile. Come back for it later. Sure. Uh, except for the potions of endure elements. Um, hand them out, because I already have one, so we'll hand them out to the, the other four that are not a, a dog. Uh, I I don't know. Does, does Hatch like? How does Hatch deal with the cold? Like maybe maybe Hatch doesn't need it. Maybe me maybe Miyuki doesn't need it, but Hatch does. 
Miyuki is more acclimated to the cold, you think, than Hatch is. All right. So uh, he'll give it to Hatch and be like, well, you're, you're fine. You're like, a, you're like a cold weather animal anyway. I like the cold. Well, this is real cold. You know, so, I think uh, I'm not a fan of the cold. Skesslin? I was going to say that I think uh, Astrid and Miyuki, you should definitely be carrying some of those cold iron. The witches are known for dealing with Fae, and the Fae don't like this stuff one bit. Isn't that right, Hatch? Yes, I don't like it. Not, not a fan. Very cold. The question I have Would Miyuki like it? Miyuki would not love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that you uh, actually have the Fae subtype. Let- Do you have like a weakness to cold iron? On your sheet. I know that I have a weakness to it, but at least when I was looking at uh, Kitsune before, it said that they were Fae. Hmm. Could be wrong. I'll take some. It's a good idea, Skeslin. I mean, maybe, like, if one of you wants to bring some extra that I can maybe use if I absolutely have to, I will. So cold iron, you don't have a vulnerability to cold iron, but since you do have fey in you, you know that it's not like other fey would not like it. So I'm sure make of that what you will. You know, more than I think about it, maybe I will carry some. Um. (laughs) Megan, Megan, I like playing with you. <laughs> I like playing with you. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, Open oh, on the door. Oh, would I have any information about these doors? Yeah, these doors generally stay unlocked unless, like, the tower were to come under siege or something. Um, so you assume they are unlocked currently. You know that on the other side is um, an entrance hall. And there is a creature in the water here. But as long as you don't attack it, it probably won't attack you. Uh, uh, are there any of the rations still lying around? Yes, oh, yeah. you got any yes, of those rations? I mean, I have, again, I had, I believe we had like 37 of them. So I, I assume that I still have quite a bit. I feel like I have information about the next place, but I'm so dizzy from lack of food that I I just don't know if I can think of it right now. And he kind of like looks over. Well, I happen to have, you have a lot of information and I've got a lot of food. So I suppose as a show of good faith, I'll pay up first this time. I'll give him a a, uh, a ration. Starts nibbling on it. Okay, so this is the great hall in front of you, and then there's a creature in the water. Hmm. Do I know what kind of creature it is? Uh, it's an elemental. There's an elemental in the water here. If you don't harm the creature, it won't harm you. And he kind of looks to Chip. He's like, maybe don't attack everything right on sight this time. I didn't attack you right on sight. All right, think about that. I was a cute dog. Yeah, well, <laughs> and maybe if it were a cute troll, I wouldn't have had a problem with 
Maybe have you met the cute troll before? No, that's the point. Yes, even the cute trolls are not cute. Um, uh, okay, so this uh, uh, elemental it isn't aligned any particular direction. It just, if you're nice to it, it's nice to you type thing, or? Yeah, don't attack it or it'll kill all of us. Hi. And just keep eating well. the snacks. Also, the door um, should be unlocked. Security is not the greatest here. Chip will open the door. Chip and Astrid will follow. Open this door, and you see in here, like Hatch said, an entrance hall of sorts. Uh, and you see a fountain within the center of it. All right. Here, let me give you a better description now that I'm done with Fog of War. Um, Steamy air fills this inner gallery, emanating in lazy wisps from a bubbling pool recessed into the floor of a raised dais surrounded by six pillars of ice. Four foggy mirrors hang from the walls near ice sculptures of helmeted, pike-wielding warriors. Hmm... I think once Soraya sets her eyes upon it, she goes like, Wow, this is the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen. Uh, do you think we're being watched? Yep. Yeah, you see one, two, a three, uh, four mirrors. In yeah, here. not anymore, Jamie, because that one's done. Uh, as Chip will break it. Chip just walks up and punches the mirror, I assume? Yeah, yeah. and uh, if, if nothing happens, he'll step over here and punch that one, too. You've broken two of four mirrors. Yep. Uh, maybe we shouldn't be breaking them. Maybe we should have been shining... Remember? Shining the light in the mirrors? I don't know. It worked before. I have a question. Do you think when we break the mirrors, each individual shard is still like a mirror they can see through? Do we have to completely obliterate the mirrors or? You could watch Arcana. Okay. I have that. <laughs> uh wait, do I have that? <gasps> yeah, yeah, you do. You I do. do, it's up there. It's higher than I was. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh god, come on! I rolled a one. Oh a total of six. Miyuki, you start like spiraling about these mirrors. Do we need to break every piece? How small is small enough? Do we even need to break them at all? Can we just cover them up? Like you your mind <laughs> takes you on a journey. You have no idea. I know you guys. I, maybe, um, hmm. well, maybe we need to melt them. Maybe if we turn them into like weapons and then we stab the witches with the mirror weapons, uh, that's the uh, only way to rid ourselves. Muke, 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 but, muke. Yes. <sighs> oh, I like breathing. Yeah. That's good. Thanks. Here's the deal. <laughs> If they can see us through one mirror, they could see us through a million mirrors. But if breaking them does anything, 
It's worth it in my mind. Well, at the very least, it probably makes him mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, Miyuki did have a good point. Perhaps breaking them isn't the most effective way of blinding their sight. Perhaps, and I'll actually just take the big white cloak that I got from the Forlaren who tried to kill us, and I'll just drape it over this mirror that I'm nearest to on the eastern wall. So perhaps this is a more efficient way of dealing with it for now, and we can worry about the specifics later. In fact, as we found when we were coming up to this place, we might find later on that there's some use for the mirrors that we can turn to our advantage. Jamie, Mm. are the mirrors, like, on a wall, or can we carry them? They are on the wall. It seems like this... Yeah, the ice has, like, been formed upwards, and they are, like, sunk into the ice. So you can smash them easy enough, uh, and it it takes Skesslin a second to really get the hook of the cloak around the mirror, but he does. You can't... It doesn't seem like it'd be just as easy to rip them from the wall and carry them around. Okay. Well, what about the other one? There's four. Uh, I'll take out my blanket and walk over to it. Here, here. We can use my blanket for now. I'll drape it. Ah. And Chip will go over the ones he broke and just start, like, smashing the pieces even smaller and smaller. It'll be tiny mirrors. Tiny mirrors. You think they can also hear us through the mirrors? Nah. Okay. But honestly, I kind of hope so. The more useful these things are, the more use mm. they'll be to us when we take this place over. Mm. Once it's our tower, you know, we want all the tools intact, don't we? This is going to be our tower? Oh, uh, no. Hypothetically, sure. Why not? It's a new place I'm from. <laughs> oh, boy. Hail <laughs> Tower! Would I know anything about these mirrors? Uh, yeah, you know that these mirrors are used as kind of <laughs> a looking glass. You can see through to the other side. It's a way for the Winter Witches to spy. Um, I'm in- Miyuki, are, are you feeling any better from earlier? Oh, oh I, I think she probably holds up her arm and it's like bent in the wrong direction. She's like, I mean, not really. Oh, but... I got into the moment of things. We got the wand. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, yeah. tell, me how, tell me how much you're down, and I'll uh, I'll get you back up to full health. If I remember correctly, it was 18. Oh, It's 18. I'm at 8. So you're back up at full health. Awesome. Thank you. You just see her arm, like, form back. Oh, oh I can't actually use this again. Thanks. <laughs> so what do you do? You see... One, two, ooh, two. That's not what I want to do. Three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight doors. Four to your, three to the north, three to the south, and two side by side to the west. Well, I'm standing right at one. Oh, well, never mind. Skesson's standing right at one now. We're both actually standing right by one. You are actually next to one as well. Oh, then uh, perception check to see if I hear anything. Beyond sure. This one's going to come over to Chip. Mm. That's her Ten. place. You don't hear anything beyond the door. Uh, 
Um, well, if I if I can uh, take a few seconds, I could probably help us out a little bit. Um, and Chip will Chip will go to. Uh, can you still hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We just lost somebody. Yeah, we lost somebody, but uh, oh. Um, Chip will lay down on the ground and he'll like, he just goes, he looks up at Astrid and he goes, you remember I did this earlier. Sometimes when I laugh, I get real stompy. And for some, for some reason I can, I can feel the vibrations in a floor. Uh-huh. And so he will use his door sense, uh, around here. Sure. You begin, like, stomping on the ground, waiting for the echolocation vibration yeah, it's like, in your he face. Doesn't, he's, he's got his ear to the floor. It's not that he hears his stomping, but it's like he can hear, he can feel the movements in the ground because he's so used to disturbing it himself when he's happy. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, from where you are, are you only checking beyond that door, Chip? Um... I mean, it, it, it's a standard action, and I get, uh, I can just, hang on, let me, let me look at it real fast. Um, so, this is it. You can lay your hand on any surface and see what's on the other side, as if using clairvoyance. This power takes one minute, during which time you must be touching the surface you want to see through. Uh, but we had talked about using it on right. the floor, so not necessarily like that. Um, so, so you take a minute to look beyond this door and you yeah. actually see stairs. Oh, I, uh, I think I found the stairs over here. And he'll go over. Basically, he's going to do it to six out of the eight doors. So he'll do it on the one that he's at, the one that Soraya's at, the one across from where Soraya's at, one of the two double doors over here, and the one across the hallway from himself. Working counterclockwise from the door he's coming. Okay. Ping me. You've just done this one. Yep. You saw stairs. Where do you want to do next? Doing this one next. The one that... First Yep. Again, stairs. All right. That's a set of stairs as well. This one over here. Uh, You feel a lot of... With clairvoyance, I mean, you feel a lot of beds... Like, you feel the legs on the ground, and you, you feel the non-vibration from the blankets on top. Uh, right. Maybe a desk and some chairs. That seems like it's a place that people sleep. Uh, he'll come down here. <laughs> Halfway off the map, yep. Yeah. Uh, you feel the same thing. All right, uh, and over here. Same thing. Okay. But this yeah. time, now that you've come south, at this door... You also feel bodies. Uh, it seems like there's probably two people sitting in this room and three lying down. Uh, so he'll go. Hello, two people. Three people lying down. Um, and, uh, he will prepare, he's gonna, he's gonna say, I'm gonna knock on the door. 
And when they open it, I'll get them. Wait, let's just go up. Why are we doing this? Mm. And Soraya would like to do a perception check on the water in the middle of the room to see if sure. anything is stirred. Sixteen? Uh, Sixteen. It takes you a second, but you kind of see this like bubbling up of the water, and it almost looks like a head made of water coming above the surface. Look around and then duck back down. You guys, there's something in this water. I think we have to go. If we stick around for too long, I fear the monster will come out. Well, good. We're going into another room. I I already told you there was something in the water. Elemental. But it looked at me. It's not going to hurt you unless you attack it. Leave it alone. I don't want you to forget why we're here. These are the people that got sent to the town. These are the people that attacked all those people. What do you think they're going to do if we leave them? The elemental stays in the fountain. An elemental not attack the town. People. Now they're the worst. This I would agree with, with for the most part. My family is nice, though. I would not count them amongst the other ones. You I'm still suspicious of. Giant, always attacking man. Well, that's not his usual, but good after what you've seen today. Listen, do we go in the room with the people or do we go up the stairs? What's the choice? The, the people do. And, he, and uh, Hatch finishes eating the last bit of that last ration and just looks around and just like, or you can know, you could just ask the person that's been here before, but that's just me, whatever. I mean, point because those people in there maybe they're prisoners we don't know then we should set them free it's a good point would i know what's inside that room or potentially yes you would know that there are barracks (laughs) down on this first floor no i was just gonna say so i moved kind of down over where chip and astrid i want to talk to chip real quick i want to say look what if we destroy the power that is taking over this tower, perhaps these men inside will be kind to us because we'll be the ones who have taken over. Is it worth killing them and they're just behind closed doors? Uh, Jamie. What's up? When we fought those other people in the tavern, did they seem like they were of their own free volition? Can I make like a retroactive sense the- to, to like think about whether they were like under some kind of uh, the guards? Yeah. Uh, sure, go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> 14? As much as you know, uh, they seem to be acting of their own free will. Sure, they were taking orders from the sergeant, but he didn't appear to be casting any spells. It didn't seem like they were enchanted, per se, seemed like they were uh, acting freely. Okay. Seems like these men, they are of their own free volition, which means two things to me. A, they've turned apart from our course. We have accepted the mantle Mm. of the Black Rider, and our job is to find Baba Yaga and to help Baba Yaga. Meaning, 
These are enemies of Baba Yaga. Secondary to that is the fact that if we go upstairs and are forced to make some kind of ruckus up there, these men will no doubtedly grab their weapons and run up from behind us, giving us horrible positioning. So your idea is to set off all the alarms early. This is a great plan. As Hatch says that, Chip, the door behind you swings open. What? And we're going to roll some initiative. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Are your dice acting against you again? Well, I'm just rolling the same number over and over again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Ben. (laughs) It's a 25 for Hatch. 25 for Hatch. 13 for Miyuki. 15 for Miyuki? 13. 13. It's a 10 again. 10. Nine. Nine for Skeslin. Eleven. Eleven for Astrid. Soraya. Twelve. <laughs> Whoa. You guys are stair step children of initiative. Uh, but I am going to get a surprise round. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Chip, as this door is flung open, you're going to get a little stabby-stabby at you. Uh, I'll uh, reveal a little bit there. Wouldn't the surprise round be opening the door? Oh, but you see there's two guys standing there. Uh, And you guys stood there long enough and smashed mirrors enough and talked loud enough that uh, they're not going to let that fly. Okay. So fling open the door from one of them. And a quick little stabby stabby from another. But a three on the die is not going (laughs) to do it. And that will take us to Hatch. Hatch, you're the top of our first round. What would you like to do? Uh, I would like to... I would like to uh, maybe use my telekinesis and rip one of the swords out of the guard's hands and throw it at the other one. I will let you rip it out of their hands this turn, but then you can use it next turn to throw it. So I will rip it out of one of their hands and toss it and try to stick it in one of the ice walls. All right. We're just going to try to throw it into a wall. Yes. Uh, All right. I get a save, correct? Uh, Will? You, get this, you get the save uh, if I try to pick one of them up. Oh. Uh, I it, I guess make it... I, I don't even know how it would you work, but may, maybe strength, because any, they have to try to hold on to it. that I would have tried to make, I would have failed, because it's a four on the die, so oh. it's fine. Right. You rip the long sword out of... Uh, we'll say this guy. Up north. And now his sword is uh, in the wall behind him, kind of over here from the rest of the room. Cool. Okay. We are taken to Miyuki. What would you like to do, Miyuki? I mean, <laughs> this feels like a good time to inspire someone. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good time to do that. Yeah, so she uh, 
she pulls out her drum and, and takes a, a good spot so everyone can hear. And she says, it's getting cold, but don't you fret. This crew can handle. We can take this threat. Swords raised high. It's time to run or stick around. Who knows? It might be fun. That's what she does. Now you all are inspired. Plus one to attacks. All right. Oh. Soraya, what you gonna do? I'm gonna hold my action. Holding your action. Astrid um, Astrid would like to go flying under Chip's legs head first at like a bowling ball into this guy on the other side. Chip so what and take a little swing. What you're trying to say is you're gonna slide under both of them up here on the other side because you could not occupy either of these spaces. Yeah, right. Blocking the way. You know, because uh, Dragons and Things has tried a jump slide uh-huh. so many times and never succeeded on air, I'm going to let you try this. Okay. I need two acrobatics rolls. <laughs> Let's roll okay. the first one. Tell me what it is. Okay. Oh, we'll take it. Uh, fifteen. She doesn't get past me. You like go to roll through Chip's legs and just slam <laughs> into this giant man. What? You you do move the five feet forward, but you are currently on the ground. No. Uh, you can take the rest of your uh turn to stand up if you would like. That'd be great. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, Chip, you feel like whoosh of air and then a whoosh of air as a door opens and a sword comes at you. Doesn't hit you. What do you do? What is going on here? (laughs) Astrid, do you want to fight something? (laughs) I want you to get out of my way. Okay, hang on. Here you go. And and Chip will... He's gonna try and reposition this guy. He's gonna try and just like grab him and pull him through the door uh, and uh, and and put him in a spot that Astrid could uh, attack him. Uh, okay. So this is a. It does provoke an attack of opportunity. Uh, it does. It does yeah. not. I, I, it does because I don't have improved reposition. So. Well, I'm the stupid one because that's the guy that Hatch just stole a sword. Ha! All right, let's see if this works. There we go. That's going to be a total of 21. You take hold of this guy. (laughs) Uh, Are Uh, you able to move him without another CMB check? I uh, don't think so. I can. It's, it's It's not like a grapple. This is just I'm repositioning. Uh, well, so can, reposition away. Uh, I I can move him five feet. Does that mean I can like change places? Uh, change places with him. Like that's what I really want to do. Is sure. I'll let that happen. Okay, and that can be my move action as well. It's like I just switch this guy's here here. Astrid, yeah. go <laughs> enjoy. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Wow. All right, Skeslin. So I think Skeslin 
has just, you know, he's been biting his tongue. He's just getting angrier and angrier while this this clown show goes on. And he sees Astrid just go fly, trying to fly under uh, Chip's legs. And he's just like, he's he's just furious. But he's not saying anything. He's, not, he's, he's still being quiet about it. He's going to start moving, stomping across the room to uh, this door. One of the double doors here. Yeah, uh, and just like fling his arms as he goes, casting open on this door, forcing it to slam open in front of him. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Oh, well, that's oh, what you see in five. And when I see, when I see all three of those guys standing there, I'm going to look at them and say, come on and let's get this done already. All right. Uh, It is their turn. Unless Soraya would like to act. Yeah, I am going to act. I'm going to move and I'm going to follow suit with Skeslin. I'm going to see him have moved and I'm going to follow him and I'll I'll just be like, bloop, right next to him. Is that all you're going to do with your turn though? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it is their turn. And uh, let's start to the south. This man, to the far south, Chip, that you just positioned yourself beside, yeah. uh, is going to take a swing at you now. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 13. I don't think that's going to hit you. Nah. Darn. Uh, this guy has no idea what's going on. He sees, like, as he's flung around into another position, he sees Astrid standing up, and he's going to try to grapple Astrid he doesn't have a weapon drawn yet. He's just gonna... Does he have improved grapple? He does not. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna punch him, and uh, after <laughs> that, you attack him. Sure, 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 ah. sure, sure. Yikes! Uh, that's a natural two, so I don't get anything. But uh, I didn't. I did feed him up on a platter to Astrid. So that's true. Uh, but he is gonna try to wrap Astrid up. Uh, Candice, did you take your attack of opportunity? No, I did not. You can. Can I? Yeah. I'd like that. Go ahead before I tell you what I rolled. I cannot believe I just rolled the two. I cannot believe I just did that. (gasps) You hit me! What are you doing? I like what's happening. (laughs) He rolled a 17 against your CMD. Uh, CMD, uh, oh, your kid, wait, a what? 17. 17 is my CMD. And this guy just turns around and is like, oh, and grapples you. You are both currently grappled. Uh, And these three fellas up north see Skeslin yelling at them. This guy is going to step into the open doorway to take a swing at Skeslin. With 17. Will that hit you, Skesslin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, as it will. All right. You take three points of damage. He seems uh, not quite as armored as the other two. Uh, And this fella's going to move down and take a swing at Chip, because, you know, why not? Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen is a no, but does that include the uh, flanking bonus that you're currently getting? 
No, it doesn't. 17. So 17 is a yes. Oh. Yes. I love rules. You also take three points of damage. All right. Uh, And this guy here is just going to step back to reposition for when someone breaks through into the room. We take it back to the top of the round. Hatch! You stole one guy's sword. What are you going to do now? I I did steal the one guy's sword, and I see that the you know there's many attackers happening, and I would like to use my telekinesis. It's my favorite thing to do. I like throwing things around uh, to pull the person uh, uh, that is grappling and try to throw them into the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to take telekinesis and throw somebody in the fountain? Yes, I love it. There is a wall in your way here. Uh, so I will let you throw the other person. Well, which one, this one, uh, the, the, yes. Uh, yeah, this, I could try to throw this person or, or I could throw this person, either one. Uh, Uh, it would be much easier and shorter to throw the guy to the North by Skeslin. Okay. I will try to pick up that guy as he's about to attack Skeslin. And I would like to throw, try to throw him into the pool. It is a, uh, a uh, DC 14 will save. 15. Darn. But I did forget we had some wild magic. And because it was so much fun, yes. I was going to let it roll over. I forgot last time. Why don't you roll high and low? Let's see if we rolled this back. That is it's, mean. It's a four um, on that one, sadly. Sorry, I was gonna give you the opportunity. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's it's fine. I tried. (laughs) Miyuki, what are you gonna do? Uh, um, I want to. I. Fuse. Oh. Maybe this. uh, That guy already seems really confused. I can't really do anything through this wall, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, if I move, move here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'll let you move there. Okay, I'll move there. Uh, and just try to stab this guy. I'll just stab him right in the face. Of course. Good call. Good call. Uh, I think so. Deed. Uh, that is a a dirty twenty. That will hit. Right in the face. Oh, Miyuki. Four. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> How many points? Uh, let me double check. The right. Eleven. Ten points. Eleven points. <laughs> <gasps> and you feel the grip loosen on Astrid <laughs> as he falls to the ground. <laughs> Yuki. Wowza. All right, Astrid, you are free now. What you gonna do? Okay. Can I take a flying leap with with one hand, one-handed axe, swipe at the guy? One second. Um, (laughs) the guy... What? We're in the same problem. I'm still blocking the door. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, you can move through Chip's space. To, why aren't you working for me? And um, Candace, yeah, all around my spaces too, freely. Because <gasps> we have a great feet. Sure do. I'm well, sorry. What? Yeah, so she can just move there without provoking attacks of opportunity. Attacks of opportunity. Uh, I've cleared a route for her. She comes up near me. I'm like, go over here, and I uh, we teamwork. We teamwork a, you know, a route to get her huh. there without provoking. Just go like up and over his shoulders like a tumble. What is this shenanigans called? We have the teamwork feet escape route, and oh. so. Um, any squares that are around me, or I guess me too, don't mm-hmm. uh, don't provoke attacks of opportunity. And same with her. Gibby's gonna have to beef up her bad guys. <laughs> I hate it. But you know, go right ahead. Okay, I'm gonna take a swing. Um, uh, to the south or the west? To the west. Okie dokie. Okay, here we go. My friends, uh, that'll be a dirty 20. <laughs> yeah, that hits roll damage. <laughs> I don't know why I was looking, it's a dirty 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's see. Uh, let's see, five and four is nine. And are we inspiring courage right now? Yes, oh, then, t- then, uh, 10. That guy's dead too. Thank you very much, Chip. Yeah. Chip, it is now your turn. I hate well, your character, but what are you going to do? You got, uh, Astrid, you got this one? Great. Uh, he'll run over here uh, and make a charge attack to grapple this guy. Now, you leaving a threatened square... Is through the square that uh, Astrid... Oh, Astrid, is. I hate this feat! <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, no. I can only imagine what that... Every single day, it feels like I Christmas! <laughs> Yeah, you you grappled. You grappled. Cool. Cool. I love this. I'm having fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's Skesslin's turn. Do you want to throw shenanigans in my face, too? I am going to throw so many shenanigans at you. (laughs) (laughs) Skesslin's got this cut in his shoulders, so he, like, slaps it with his hand, and he looks at the blood, he looks at this guy... And his hand starts to shake, and it is have to cast defensively, which I'm going to do. It's a DC uh, 17 check, and I'll throw an edge on it because it's very important. Sure. So that makes it a total of 23. So successfully cast defensively, and what I cast is icy grasp. My oh. hand starts to glow with a horrible blue light, and I just reach out and grab this guy by the face, hopefully, with a with an attack. Can Touch I touch my edge? Can I give him my edge? Sure. I that give him my edge. 14 against touch AC. What does this touch attack do? How much damage? Because you touch it. <laughs> ah! 
It is 3d6 cold damage. And the total is going to be uh, 12 points. 12 <laughs> points of cold damage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. I'm, I'm just going to put the X there because <laughs> it's an X. Well, luckily for me, luckily for me, Skeslin is pissed and I have more actions. Action one will be to step up on top of the corpse uh, with a five foot step. And I'm going to use my BBBBBBB to take an extra action. And with my hands still glowing blue, I'll just fling it out. And I want to angle it so that it'll mostly hit the wall, but catch this guy that's grappled by. Um, <laughs> By Chip, a cone of cold. Mm. Uh, and that and is going that, to be a reflex save on your part. And being grappled does remove your uh, your dexterity bonus. So. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> reflex save is an 18 on the die. And that? he has no bonus currently. 18. 18 uh, is the reflex required. So that is a pass. Oh. So you're just going to take half of nine. So four points of cold damage. So I feel like that guy's like struggling to get out of it and like Chip is just like pulling him back into it and, uh, and mm-hmm. it's like torching him. Soraya. <laughs> Am I able to go through uh, Gesslin Square and into the room? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to move forward and I'm going to reach my hand out at this guy that um, Chip is grappling, grappling. yeah. And I'm going to cast a firebolt into him. Into his face. Not into his face. That's, that's not Soraya's style. Probably just his chest region. Oh, just not in his face, just straight at his heart. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. Go ahead. I rolled a natty 19. <laughs> well, I can't take attacks of opportunity because I'm grappled. So you get it off without any struggle, and it hits. Great. That's going to be. Oh, you know what? I'm also going to add my charge because I just saw that I had one. So I'm going to add a plus. What is it? Plus two? Plus three now plus because three. you're third level. Great. Plus three. Here we go. So I rolled a three, I'm adding two, and plus the three is eight. And energy just starts to like surge into this man. I'm kidding, he's dead. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, it's my turn, and I only have one more combatant on the board. I'm gonna take a swing at Astrid because you're right there, and I don't like what you're doing. Quit, quit. 17. Oh, come on. Did I hit? Yes. Oh, boy. Astrid, (gasps) you are going to take six points from this guy's cold iron longsword. Oh, fine. And that will take us back to the top of the round. Hatch, you may have two chances at this, but what are you going to do? so many dead people now so I will step up and see uh, where is it uh, I will step up into the room and see this other, this last attacker um, and just kind of look around like wow they, 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 they killed everyone 
Okay. And I would like to pick up the corpse of the other soldier and throw it at the last remaining soldier. <laughs> so I'd like to throw his friend at him. Sure. Yep. Great. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to roll for an attack. Ooh, I think that's going to work. That's a nine. However, you are also casting while five feet away. Oh, okay. You're not casting defensively, so you will take an attack of opportunity. Don't worry, your whole your whole turn's gonna reset again. So yeah, that's true. That's a fifteen. Will fifteen hit your AC? Uh, my AC is seventeen, so no. Wow, that's right. You're tiny. I forgot. I'm very small. But you're not able to throw this guy's fellow guard at him. Now roll for high or low to see if your turn resets. Okay. Nope, it does not, sadly. Darn. With that, we move on to Miyuki's turn. Miyuki. I think you're muted. Oh, there you are. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stab. I'm. Can I? Can I? Actually, if there's any way where for me to stand. You can move through Hatches Square, but to do so, you would take an attack of opportunity. Um, if you stood on top of the corpse of that guy, I would give um, this last guard some cover. Okay. Sure. Yeah, we'll stand on this corpse. <laughs> of course. Uh, all right. Stabbing right in the face. Stab him in the face, or try. Mute. That is a uh, dirty 20. Even with cover. Oh. It hits. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, nine damage. How many? Nine. I'm never letting any of you level up. <laughs> ever. Ever again. You're Do going you to have to the rest of this AP at level three. <laughs> Can we at least get to four? Four really cool stuff happens. No, you got too many cool things at level three. <sighs> well, <laughs> defeated everybody in this room. What do you want to do now? I would like well, to look around and be like, "Are you guys? You have fun now? Did you have? Did you enjoy storming the castle?" Is this is what you're here to do? I mean, they started it. Actually, okay. at that point, sort of stepping into the room and, and sort of in between everybody and looking at Hatch. Say, yes, yes, that's exactly what we're here to do. And then looking around at all of my companions, especially Soraya. Don't you all forget it? None of these people would think twice before stabbing us. They would absolutely kill us and if we let them keep doing what they're doing, they're absolutely going to kill other innocent people. We can stand here all day and debate about whether it's right or wrong, but it's not going to get us anywhere. Chip almost took a knife in the back because we were standing by the door wondering if it was okay to intrude on our enemy's space. I decided I was coming on this journey with you, but why are we here? What are we doing? If not to save the world and all that, right? This is what it takes. Quit your belly aching and get to the work of it. 
Well, let's make sure this floor is cleared then. Mm -hmm. Elemental aside, it seems like that thing doesn't want anything to do with it. But we should make sure there's no other dangers before we head upstairs. That's so weird to go. Uh, mm. Opening that door. Yeah. That door check. You are able to see a barracks that matches the other room, but this one is empty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> after, I'm, I'm sort of like Chip will uh, Chip will leave all the other stuff and say, hey, you all should search through this stuff and see if there's anything useful. Uh, and he'll come over here to this little side door. Sure. Do you do anything or just swing it wide open? Uh, swing it wide open. And inside, you see a small room. And it seems like there is a, a kind of stool that's open at the center. And you hear, like... Bathroom. A flush? Bathroom. And after you hear the flush, you see that little water elemental's head pop up and back down. Uh, Don't worry, that's a bathroom. Um, if anybody else wants to do anything, otherwise... <laughs> Chip's just going to go around and keep opening up doors. Yeah, Astrid was going to open up the door she's next to. Sure. Uh, inside, you see stairs. Mm. But I'm only going to show you to the landing. Uh, there's a wagon in that square that we can't see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie, uh, Chip will open up this door. And you also see a set of matching stairs. Are they going up? Uh, They do both go up. All right. So we should blockade off with some of these beds one of these ways so nothing can escape. Thank it. We'll... we'll... (laughs) Okay. He's going to... Y'all bet this is also a toilet and then throw that door open. <laughs> this is the trap, though. <laughs> Again, you see the little elemental's head pop up and then, like, a flush happens. Win! <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell you so you don't have to drag the doors and the, the beds to the doors. Those stairs actually lead up 25 to 30 feet to the outside battlement. And it's about that time that Hatch is like, what are you guys doing? And Hatch, you know that at the far north and south, those are what you're looking for to get anywhere in here. Okay, everybody, would you stop opening doors, flinging things up? Just ask the person who's been here before what you should do. I don't know. Next. Just follow me, please. And I'll start walking over over here. A glassy pattern of striated crystalline ice covers the tilted floor in this open alcove, illuminated by a soft blue light. And Hatch gathers and waits for all of you to, like, cram onto this space with him. 
And I'm just going to say these words. And then, Wes, if you don't mind repeating them in your lovely Hatch fashion. Absolutely. You hear Hatch say, A gathering within the hall, take one, take us all. A gathering in the hall, take one, take us all. And with that, all of you freeze and are encased in ice, paralyzed. And we'll find out what happens next week. Sorry, I know we're jumping out of here a little early, but Wes has to, Wes over there, has to get to another stream, another game he's playing. So we got to wrap things up a few minutes early. I apologize. But it my was fault. I'm sorry. so much fun playing with you, Wes. Oh my gosh, I yes. this is love a blast. what you this is a blast. All right, you guys. Hopefully we see you around. But until next time, may all your roles be max. Oh. Catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.